The Bonfires of Social Enterprise with Detroit-based Rami Gingrass of Gingrass Global. Hello, Rami here. I'm driving again. I'm on my way to uh, do an interview with the folks at Bamboo Detroit. It's a co-working space. And one of the things I'm really interested in learning about is what they're doing here that's so different. Almost every time that I want to meet an entrepreneur in the Detroit area, so often they want to meet at Bamboo Detroit. They're members there. It's a co-working space and they offer different kinds of membership. So I'm excited to learn more from one of the directors and founders, Amanda, and see what they're doing because they're doing something different. I've been in there before a couple times and it's really a, a good looking space and really interesting and a cool location, but I know they're doing more. So listen in and let's find out. Okay, so we're here at Bamboo Detroit. We're here with co-founder Amanda Luan. Welcome, Amanda. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> this is such a cool space. Let's talk about what Bamboo Detroit is. Awesome. So Bamboo is a co-working space. We're a place for entrepreneurs to come and get connected in the city of Detroit. We're right downtown, and we offer shared 24-7 um, access to a collaborative work environment, conference rooms, coffee, Wi-Fi, but really like the biggest perk is having a community of people that you can network, learn with, and grow with. I, I've been thinking as I was coming down here, there's so such a draw here. Will you talk about what's drawing, in your opinion, every all the entrepreneurs here? Because people are, one, they're proud to say they're part of the co-working space at Bamboo Detroit, and then they proudly t talk about how excited they are to come to events here. What are you doing that's so different? Um, for me, I think for for our team here, I think everything, ha it starts with the people, right? So we just have a really great group of people, and we sort of organically have drawn more and more people into the space. So we started with about 15 members when we opened the space. We grew, we're almost 200 and we're also, we're very diverse. So it's like all different ages, all different backgrounds, all different types of people. We're 40% female entrepreneur. We're 40% minority entrepreneur. And that, it's just that sort of diversity and that collaboration. When you get talented, passionate people in a room together, um, anything can kind of happen. And and I think we also, we've been very lucky this right now with the time in Detroit and with a lot of the efforts of the city of Detroit, a lot of people are like interested in entrepreneurship. They want to see new businesses getting started, and they want to root for local leaders to to help stay and make that impact. Um, so I think for us, we've also just gotten a lot of a lot of awareness and help on on that side. Yeah, but you also do some really cool events. Like you make a lot some of your events free, right, for your members that you have. Will you tell us about some of those events? Yeah. So so a big part of our team and our focus to build a really great community in Detroit for entrepreneurs. We think that there should constantly be events and that it should be open and inclusive to all people. So we have happy hours, we have speaker series, we constantly have like lunch and learn. Some of the workshops we do and they're like $10, $20, very low cost, just to get people in the door learning. And we, we always take community experts and like help connect them to the folks in our community. But I think that sort of activity, it, it keeps energy in the space. like. Like when you're working at home or you're working in, you can't work at a coffee shop for very long. And when you work at home, you're lonely. And starting a business is, is kind of, being an entrepreneur is kind of lonely. It's tough. You're not taking a normal path. You're taking a lot of risks. And so I think having that energy and that people around you makes it really attractive. 
There is something about hanging out with other entrepreneurs. For one, you realize that um, you're not the only one experiencing barriers. Or when you hear everybody else coming up against similar things, you think, oh, wow, this is normal. It's not just me that I don't have a good idea, right? And what happens here most of the time is if you don't have that help that you need right away, somebody will make a connection for you or offer some sort of advice or insight. You know, you take you take what you need or, or take take advice with a grain of salt, but it's at least having people you can just turn around and talk to. And, like, they get you. They understand. It's not easy. And, hey, I've been there, and here's what helped me. And, and that sort of, like, one-on-one interaction between entrepreneurs, um, wherever they are in whatever stage, is really helpful. I agree. Let's go back a little bit in your journey. How did this all come to be? Did it start as an idea, or what did you say? Bambi Detroit started about almost two years ago. We started last two, two summers ago. It's myself and three business partners. So two of my partners were walking around late at night in downtown Detroit. They like to say they were having a romantic stroll. So that was my partner, Brian, and my partner, Dave. And Dave had this idea to start a co-working space. And he kept saying, you know, there's nothing downtown. There's nothing downtown. Like, where can we go to hang out and, like, stay up late and talk about business? And, like have that kind of neutral place to go. And so um, that's where the idea got started. They happened to be walking right past a building that our other partner, Mike Ferlito, owned and happened to have a floor available. We did have to come in and clean up a little bit and get it all set up and ready to go. But um, they called him that night at like four in the morning and they were like, Mike, 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 we have this idea. We we need to do this. Um, and pretty much immediately took it from there. Like just got started we knew about 15 people at the time. So often in entrepreneurship, you know, especially if you're following like a lean startup model, you'll go find your customers first. And as you build the brand and the company with them um, and listening to their feedback. So we knew we had about 15 other entrepreneurs in our community that would, yes, they said, yes, I'd pay for that. So when we got started, we had a small group of customers. We just kept growing it from there. And uh, Dave also came up with the name for Bamboo, which is kind of a unique name. Why would you name a space after a plant? But Bamboo, the plant, is actually really one of the fastest growing, strongest plants, but it often takes, I've heard, a few months or to a few years, depending on how you're planting it and what type, to sprout out. And so we thought that was like a really good metaphor for a new business in the city. And it's also a weed. It can be disruptive. <laughs> you know, it's, it's known also to be one of the hardest uh, materials, one of the strongest and hardest most materials once it's up and, and going. That's exciting. I was going to ask you about the name. It is cool. It brings a draw to it, too. Mm-hmm. Life-giving. Well, that's a great story. So now are all uh, four of you still together? Yep, we're still together. Uh, I think our roles have changed and grown and evolved and continue. I think that's something that you've got to always work on with your partners. My role here is mostly our community. I'm like our community manager and marketer. So I do a lot of our branding, a lot of our events. I'm helping train and like get someone else to be the community manager so we can keep growing our brand and our company. You're dynamic. Uh, we, you and I got talking a little bit, and we almost forgot to do the interview here, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so what's one of the things that once you got open really surprised you, or it was kind of an aha moment as you saw people starting to come in and rent space? Was there anything like that? that- so we actually had a triple with a basic that we needed, and that was getting an internet upgrade in downtown Detroit, which was crazy for us to think would be an issue, but we're, we're in the central business district of downtown Detroit, and 
We're in a very historic building. This building was built at the end of the 1800s, early 1900s, and it wasn't wired to the type of internet that we needed. So we were using hotspots and DSL and <laughs> trying to run a business in which most people bring laptops to work. So we, that was our difficult. We didn't realize we had we gotten a, a couple quotes from the major providers. We had to talk them down, and then it took them quite a few months to come out here. So for like the first four or five months, we were struggling to get our internet updated. And actually down in downtown Detroit, there's a new internet startup called Rocket Fiber that's bringing 100 times faster internet to the city. So there are there's a lot of innovation and, and new connectivity happening here. But we were shocked. We never thought internet would be a problem. <laughs> right. It's not one of those things <laughs> that you think of, right? There's so many things once you get in business in, in Detroit that we deal with with some of the historical buildings that, or some of the buildings that need renovation. You're, you're always surprised about the last-minute code or issues that come up. It's hard. It's hard to deal with that. Well, that's exciting, though. There is quite a bit of community here. When you walk in, you can tell it's almost a family environment. What do you think you guys are doing to facilitate that? Because it's different in here. It's a different feel than what I feel in other co-working spaces. Yeah, I think... I think part of it is being diverse. So like just having a starting with a diverse leadership team. So we have myself, I'm a female, and then I have two African American male partners and one white male partner and and you know we naturally were able to kind of draw a diverse community together. I think I think it starts with leadership. I think that says to sends a message that like any kind of person is welcome here to get started. I think that's that's a big part of it. Um, my partner Brian would say we just generally care, and we and he would joke and say it's because we love our our people here. We like we try to create that environment where you know it's not like a formal incubator where we have measurable goals we're going to ask you to do or or things. No, you're responsible and you work on your own. But we're going to ask you, hey, what can we do today to help you, or or do you need a connection there? And kind of just pay attention and try to always be engaged with our customers here. That is good leadership get the basics of it right there. No wonder no wonder there's that kind of vibe in here. Mm-hmm. Let's go for a minute. Big plans. What is your truth of the moment of where you'd love to see Bamboo Detroit go? That's I love how you phrase that question. It's not what's your five-year plan because I think that's kind of hard <laughs> right. to ask anybody. But we actually have the opportunity to expand downtown. So right now, the way our co-working community works, it's very all open, all collaborative, and we're at almost 100 members. So we're looking at building out a larger entrepreneurial hub, um, like multiple levels of activity, one being more dedicated, uh, private, and open space, because we feel like that's a good combination. We've had a lot of people who wanted to be a part of the community, but we couldn't meet all our needs. So we're turning customers away. And, and as a business owner, you don't want to turn all your customers away. Uh, like one out of every four, we found out, needed that. Um, and we just happened to find a really great historic building downtown, too, that has presented the owners presented it to us um and we think it's the, ne- the next step will help us continue to be sustainable and grow and have like and help make this a really successful home for everybody that's working out of here you just hit that word when you said home that's what it feels like in here a business home i never <laughs> thought about that together before but that's what it does feel like actually in here yeah and i think i mean we're a little bit different we're warm. Our walls are warm. We use bright colors. You have orange, green, blue. You have the very Detroity feel with the open brick and the hardwood floor. And I think that kind of sets this creative and like warm, friendly vibe here. And you, and you don't see that everywhere. Well, how do they reach you if they're going to try to reach out to you on social media or website? Yeah, you can find us at bamboodetroit.com. 
And we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Bamboo Detroit. And if you have any questions or if you're in the area, we'd love to just give you a tour. Come on by, drop into any of our events, just say hi. We'd love to hear about new businesses. On the next bonfires of social enterprise, Detroit Ento Bugs. Crickets are kind of the gateway bug. <laughs> the gateway bug. I love it. This would be addicting because there's so many ways you could go with this. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. The Bonfires of Social Enterprise podcast can be downloaded from iTunes, listened to on TuneIn, and for more information and to directly download episodes on your desktop, please visit bonfiresofsocialenterprise.com and find us on Twitter at Bonfires Podcast and Facebook, Bonfires of Social Enterprise. If you have time, please fill out the survey that we have on the website. It'll help us do what all social enterprises need to do, which is gather data from our listeners so that we can be better servants. I'm Rami, and I want to personally thank you for listening and sharing. Music by Dan Castle and Thomas Rojo. Portions of this podcast have been provided by Rami Jingressen. Copywritten 2015 Jingress Global LLC and are disseminated by Flatlands Avenue Productions by exclusive arrangement with Jingress Global LLC.